0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: This is The Whistleblower's Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday, the 13th of February. Southampton have sacked manager Nathan Jones after less than three months in charge. He failed to gain a single point from any of his home games in charge, culminating in a 2-1 loss to 10-man Wolves at St Mary's on Saturday. Southampton are bottom of the table, four points from safety. There has already been strong suggestions that Jesse Marsh may be off with the role. Marsh was sacked by Leeds last Monday. Man United overcame a stubborn Leeds United side at Ellen Road to take all three points. United scored twice late on through Marcus Rashford and Alejandro Garnacho in a game in which Leeds were largely the better side. Leeds stay 17th place. United were up to second for a brief while before Man City's game later on on Sunday afternoon. Speaking of which, Man City took the focus off their off-field issues for a couple of hours by beating Aston Villa 3-1 at the Etihad. City were 3-0 up at half-time after goals by Rodri, Ilkay Gundogan and Riyad Mahrez. In the second half, Villa pulled one back through Oli Watkins but weren't able to threaten City enough to cause any late nerves. City are three points behind Arsenal, having played a game more. Elsewhere at the weekend, Arsenal dropped points at home to Brentford, drawing one-all. Leicester demolished Spurs 4-1 at the King Power. Fulham beat Forest 2-0 at Craven Cottage. And there were one-all draws for Bournemouth against Newcastle, Palace against Brighton and West Ham against Chelsea. In tonight's game, Everton travel to Liverpool. Those are your headlines. OK, then let's start with Southampton. Nathan Jones has been sacked. I don't think that's a shock to anybody we said last week on the show. He may not be up to the job certainly his comments after the Brentford loss last weekend seemed like a man who was almost resigned to the fact that he was overwhelmed by the size of the job and the the, the task that he had. Um, Some quite negative comments coming out from him. It was a matter of time, and I think the game against Wolves would have been frustrating for him, a a very difficult way to end his tenure as Southampton boss, given that they played well in that first half and, and were winning. And winning, and not only winning, but Southampton were winning with an extra man as well. Wolves had a player sent off, Lamina sent off. So you think, a goal up, an extra man, and yet it just wasn't to be. Wolves just threatened, they just looked more threatening, even with ten men, and probably deserved to win the game. And it felt like that was it. As soon as that happened, it felt like that was it. You can't really come back from that. So, that's that, I'm afraid. Uh, Jesse Marsh has been offered the role, Apparently. Of course, there's no solid information on on this yet, but some pretty respectable journalists have been talking about it already. And he would make sense. I feel like that's a it's it's a more uh sensible continuation of what Hassan Hootel was doing at the club. Um I think Jesse Marsh actually might be a decent fit there. But this is all conjecture, it's all speculation, I don't know anything. So let's just wait and see on that one. Let's move on then to some games from yesterday. Man United beat Leeds United at Ellen Road to take all three points. Wasn't a great performance, but let's talk to Man United fan and football writer Sam Pilger. That
2: was a highly impressive win for Manchester United and Eric Tan Hag. It shows the resilience and the character that he's put into that side. Uh, I think a, a Solskjaer side, certainly a Ralph Ragnick side would have lost that game would have conceded and, and folded because United were pretty poor for the first 60 65 minutes, Leeds had the energy, got stuck into them, United were giving the ball away, looked fragile and you just felt it wasn't going to be United's day Val horse, you start thinking Ten Hag has got everything right in the uh, transfer market all of his signings have been impressive um and you start thinking maybe this one isn't quite right. You know, the guy was playing for Burnley last season. Is he quite up for United's uh, standards? And yet, Ten Hag, he's a number nine, but Ten Hag plays him at number, as a makeshift number 10, and he slips the ball through to Garnaccio to to close out the game and win the game. So... You know, he he certainly has a knack to do the right thing. Sabitzer as well, settling into um, English football. You, the game passed a lot of him by, but he provides a fantastic cross over to, as uh, a pass, Crossfield pass to Shaw to whip it in for, for Rashford. So a very poor uh, 60, 65 minutes, but United held on, stayed in the game. The substitutions, obviously, being on Ganacho and Martinez, um, swung it in United's favour. I uh, finished 2 0, but, but um, Rashford was a. a, a, a Toenail offside that would have made it 3 0. And, and my feeling is the Vegas as well. Um, that came off a, a Leeds shoulder, but it was ruled out. And it could have even been 4 0. It does feel un, un, unlucky, uh, unfortunate rather, on Leeds. They played very well and have ended up with nothing. But uh, United have held on and into second place. And uh, <laughs> the, the games keep coming thick and fast. Barcelona now on Thursday night. But uh, really impressive for for United the last 20 minutes and and the resilience they showed.
1: That was Sam Pilger, excellent journalist, great football writer, check out his stuff he writes for Forbes uh, a number of different publications, always very good, check him out on Twitter as well move on to Man City then been a tough week for them and uh, they needed a result needed a performance, they got a good atmosphere around the stadium beforehand and actually not a bad one inside as well which is not always the case at the Etihad a fantastic first half. Let's talk to Nigel Rothband. He is host of the Man City Show, a podcast available on this very network.
0: Well, it's fair to say it's been an interesting week at the Etihad, and I was really looking forward to seeing the lineup that Pep went for. Uh, Arsenal missed out this weekend and a great opportunity to make up ground with the game coming up on Wednesday of course away at Arsenal and I was really delighted when I saw the team three at the back uh, included Laporte and Diaz which was good to see and it was pretty much a 3-3-4 three, three, four, so four up top and it worked I mean first half total domination from City ran in three goals was looking for more of the same in the second half and to be fair to Villa they got back into the game City probably took their foot off the gas a bit but a really convincing victory fantastic atmosphere at the Etihad, both before, during and after the game and it's, uh, it's all now down to Wednesday, looking forward to uh, travelling to Arsenal on Wednesday uh, gives City the chance to go top who would have thought
1: that was host of the Man City show, a great podcast available on this network, Nigel Rothband cheers Nigel alright then, that's all we've got time for on the show today big game tonight, Everton going to Anfield a huge game for both teams Sean Dice looking to continue the excellent start he's had having beaten Arsenal and why not? You know why not? Why can't they go to Anfield and get something? Liverpool look a bit creaky in the middle of the park. They look bereft of confidence elsewhere. Anything can happen. Listen, wherever you're watching that, I hope you enjoy it. Didn't want to get too, too stuck into VAR on the show today. I think everywhere has been covering that. It's been an absolute disgrace, VAR, this weekend. Didn't want to get myself wound up. Uh, so instead, <laughs> I'll leave it there for now. I'll be back same time tomorrow for more Whistleblowers Daily.
0: Sports Social Podcast
2: Network.